Hello everyone, this is Pastor Drew Davis from North Coast United Methodist Church. I'm recording today live from my lovely home uh, to be able to share with you a, a midweek um, uh, uh, devotional. You know, I had so much fun last week piecing together uh, what became our Holy Week uh, sermons and last week piecing together uh, four different assignments uh, between the Holy Week and our special movie and uh, Monday, Thursday, and Good Friday, and of course Easter, I figured, hey, I, I can do two <laughs> if, if, if I did four. So I had so much fun doing that, and I'll move headstrong uh, tomorrow preparing for our, our sermon this weekend. And I'll share with you a little bit. Our sermon this weekend will focus on uh, Thomas and what it means to be the one who, who doubts, but in a learning sort of way. Uh, doubts to learn. So you'll you'll learn more about that when we get to the sermon. But today we'll have a midweek um, sermonette, a midweek devotional, and I want to share with you a song by Harry Chapin. I, I've shared with many of you at North Coast United Methodist Church in Oceanside, California, my love for uh, Harry Chapin, uh, the 70s folk musician, a uh, huge hunger uh, uh advocate person fighting against world hunger, doing everything uh, to fight against poverty and, and hunger uh, throughout the world. Um, uh, Harry uh, has been one of my heroes, uh, if, if not for his music, definitely for his willingness to reach out. I'm going to play a song for you called The Rock, and I've, I've always used this uh, song, The Rock, as a, a song of about a discussion piece about what it means to make people aware of a need. Uh, but today, it's going to have a much different. I want to talk about what it means to know about the need, but uh, not know who to listen to to take care of it. So we'll play the song for you and then uh, have a, a short little discussion on what it means to, to find the ones to turn to, to find the helpers. When we know that the problem's there, but we just don't know who to turn to or to trust to care for it. The rock is gonna fall on us. He woke with a start and he ran to his mother the fear dark at his heart and he told her of the vision that he was sure he'd seen she said go back to sleep son you're having a bad dream everybody knows the rock leans over the town everybody knows that it won't tumble to the ground remember chicken little said the sky was falling down well nothing ever came of that the world still whirls around The rock is gonna fall on us, he stood and told the class The professor put his chalk down and peered out through his glasses But he went on and said, I've seen it high up on the hill If it doesn't fall this year, then very soon it will Everybody knows the rock leans over the town Everybody knows that it won't tumble to the ground With more important stuff 
melodies Then your fantasies and fears You know that rock's been perched up there For a hundred thousand years The rock is gonna fall on us He told the magistrate I believe that we can stop it But the time is getting late You see, I have done all the research My plans are all complete He was showing them contingencies When they showed him to the street Everybody knows that life goes on as usual around here He went up on the mountain beside the giant stone They knew he was insane, so they left him all alone He'd given up enlisting help, for there was no one else He spent his days devising ways to stop the rocket, he said The rock trembled on the edge The rock is gonna fall on us Ready all the crushed And indeed the rock was moving Crumbling all the dust He ran under it with one last hope That he could add a prop And as it disappeared The rock came to a stop The people ran into the street, but by then all was still. The rock seemed where it always was, or where it always will be. When someone asked where he had gone, they said, oh, he was daft. Who cares about that crazy fool? And then they'd start to laugh. But high up on the mountain, when the wind is hitting it, if you're watching very closely, the rock slips a little... So I hope you enjoyed the song. I, 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 Harry Chapin and his use of story songs has always been a really strong uh, connection for me of of learning about things outside of myself, and I, I've always loved it. Uh, you 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 have a, a song like "Song for Myself," which is another Harry Chapin song. It talks about the necessity of being civically minded. Uh, you've got this song, The Rock, and, and we'll have the discussion here in a moment of what it means to have an issue and either ignore it or take care of it, or what does that all mean? How does it play out, you know, uh, dealing with all of these things? So I just have always loved uh, Harry Chapin's use of uh, word-based imagery to, to challenge me to look at the world in a different way through different sets of eyes. So... I just played the rock for you. Now, in the past, 
when I would share this song in a, in a Bible study or the discussion group or what have you, I would talk about what it means to make people aware of issues in the world and what it means to be a vocal advocate. And I would talk about what it means to be a person who is aware of an issue and has been called upon by the Holy Spirit to go out and to make other people aware of the issue and to make other people aware of the need so that we could begin as a culture and society to work together through what it means to care for that thing. You know, every time that I've played this song in other settings, I, I've used John Wesley as a very strong image of what it means. You know, John Wesley had had this uh, desire within his heart, and if you listen to his phrasing, that the world is his parish, uh, being a person wanting to go out and to make people aware of the transforming spirit of Jesus Christ, not just hoping that people would come into the cathedrals to hear him mm. share uh, about the gospel of Jesus Christ, but physically going out and sharing with people what it means to have his heart strangely warmed and to put ourselves in places where that we ourselves can have our heart strangely warmed as well. I, I grew up in a, in a strongly evangelical um, uh, worship environment, and we went out every week uh, for soul winning visitation every Tuesday night, and I didn't miss a week. We'd go knock on doors, invite people to church. Uh, anybody that would stop and listen would let us pray with them. We stopped and prayed with them. In uh, that time period of my life, the, the rock that Harry Chapin is talking about hanging over the town was the rock of sin. And what the pre we were, we were the people going out like the teacher and the scientist in this song, making them aware of the need hanging over their heads to, to find a connection to the Lord Jesus Christ. You know, over time, it, it, it shifted a, a lot to me, especially that I have moved into the more outreach-oriented focus of being a United Methodist pastor. I've, I've connected my faith life into a more outreach-oriented idea of what it means to be a caregiver to the world. If the world is our parish, then we go out and we share the gospel, the transforming gospel of Jesus Christ by taking Christ's face to places of needs and concerns. You know, in my life, over time, uh, the rocks that have hung over the town have, have been the ox, the rocks of gender equality, LGBTQIA uh, inclusion. It's been uh, the idea of making sure that younger people know that they have their place in faith leadership, and also making sure that people understand that even though that you've made mistakes and pivotal moments of your life, there's still a place for you within the gospel of Jesus Christ. Now that I've kind of lived with this, the world is my parish mindset sparked by John Wesley, it's less about winning the individual's soul and changing injustice so that people can find their place and a kingdom of love. But today, as we talk about this song, today as I share this song with you, I want to flip the table 
because what I want to talk about and the way I want to dissect this song today is I want to talk about when we know that the rocks are hanging over our head. I want to talk about when we know that we have these problems and issues in our lives that we don't know how we will find a resolution from. You know, right now we, we live in a time period that it's been the first time that there has been this global rock hanging over our heads with the existence of COVID-19. You know, we find all of ourselves in, um, in quarantine include exclusion so that we don't pass things. We find ourselves in quarantine social distancing uh, so that we can take care of the greater world. But we find ourselves in places where now we have to dissect where we're getting our information from and who are the people that we can turn to to really trust and to know what do we do next and how are we being taken care of? In this instance, you know, the teacher and the scientist and the song to rock become more and more important. Uh, these images of these two people become the images of what it means right now in this moment to be the hands and feet of Jesus Christ. Right now, we have many, many, many frontliners out there. Doctors, nurses, uh, um, uh, first, first responders, ambulances, firemen, you know, all these people who are out in, in the trenches right now. And they're very much the teachers and the scientists. You know, they're the caregivers providing care for this rock that we know we have. And we need to learn to trust what they are saying to us so that we know how to interact with it. I'm going to share with you uh, the, uh, an image of what it means to not trust and to care. And as a faith leader, I know I'll get kicked back on this, but it's, a, it's an honesty that, that frustrates me within my life. Right now, I see these images of megachurches uh, throughout the United States who ha are proclaiming that they are protected by the blood of Jesus Christ and COVID-19 can't harm them. And we're in this place where that we're trying to stop the spread of a disease that no one truly understands yet. And we have these places that are flaunting, flaunting, that they're still going to have social gatherings no matter what. Now, there, there's these two sides of me that I contend with every once in a while. There's a side of me that grew up, that I grew up with the reality that Jesus Christ is my Savior and I was washed in the blood of the Lamb, and from that point forward, uh, that I will be in the kingdom of heaven. So if that's all that matters to me, then, you know, okay. Then I go to church, even though that COVID-19 uh, is out. It, it's more about the personal benefit to, of salvation for me. But there's this, this whole other level that I can't justify with right now. And I know, because I've gotten the emails from dear lifelong leaders in my life that have said, oh, you of little faith not being at church celebrating Christ. And, and I read it, and I, I pray, and I trust Christ, and I trust the people that are telling me how to limit disease. 
because I am called to care for the world because, as John Wesley said, the world is my parish, and it's not about my personal place in heaven. It's how that I care for the greater world. So when I care for the greater world, what, what that means is I do things like social distancing, even though it means not holding a church service in a building. Right now I'm holding a worship service, and you know I'm slightly speaking my mind too, but... Uh, that's where we're at, because I've learned to trust the teacher and the scientist that is saying what the problem is, and they're working on the way of preventing that problem from getting worse. I'll share with you, when I step outside of the personal of salvation and realize that I'm the hands and feet of Jesus Christ that needs to care for other people, I that's when I start looking at the large-scale gatherings and and I kind of scratch my head and shake my head and I pray for the safety of everyone that's there and the safety of everyone that will interact with those people. Right now we're in a place that we have to trust the doctor and the scientist because we know the rock that's hanging over our head. And as good caregivers to the greater world, you know, we go, it goes all the way back to... to to Galatians, it, it's when that God called us to be the caregivers and the protectors, and that that has become the the vocal mantra of the environmental um, faith, and how that we are called to be the caregivers the of God's greater creation. But right now, it's not just environmental; it's it's health. It. We need to be reminded that God called us to be the caregivers of all creation, and that means the care of our brothers and sisters who walk and talk in this environment with us, who suffer and worry about the rocks that hang over our heads as we work together on what it means to be fellow citizens of this planet. Right now, where once upon a time I would listen to this song, The Rock, and talk about what it means to be the person to make other people aware of the problem hanging over their heads and to help them find the place. You know, that one last person in this song that stops the rock from crushing the town has many times been my narrative of what Jesus Christ has done for us. And if Jesus Christ has given himself over for us as we celebrated on Good Friday, if we're celebrating a resurrection, that like we did this past Sunday with Easter, we also celebrate what it means to have those daily resurrections and how daily that we care for the greater good, how that we produce hope for other people. And right now, as we are a global culture aware of the rocks that are hanging over us, we too as a global culture are called to be the caregivers, not just for the environment, but also for their fellow man and woman, taking care of life and taking care of things in such a way that everyone is safe and secure. I want us to hold on and think about that because right now I am processing what it means to listen to the teacher, listen to the scientist, because the rock's still hanging over my head and they'll come a day. Well, they'll say, come on out and play. But even then, I need to listen to what they have to say because we will have moments that we will all be in our sanctuary again. Just unfortunately, we can't rush back in and be in our sanctuaries the way that we left them. 
We need to listen to the teachers and the scientists because we know the rock that's hanging over us. And we don't want to accidentally chip the sands out from under the rock and have it fall down and crush the town. And that comes even at the moment that we are set free from our quarantine and not just rushing back to try to make things business as usual. It becomes this idea that we continue to listen to the teacher, listen to the scientist, and continue to do what it means to take care for e of each other as we slowly move back to what will become our new normal. We will have a time that we will be in our sanctuaries and we will be celebrating the gospel of Jesus Christ safely. We will have a time that we'll be able to stand and shake hands again. That time's coming. As long as we remember the rock that's hanging over the town and we trust the ones that are actually doing the work to protect us from its harm. I just want to take a minute and share that with you today. I'll try to do one of these once a week. We'll have a, a midweek uh, devotional, a midweek conversation, and then we'll have our, our Easter, our, our Easter. You know what? That's, that's a Freudian slip and a reality. Every Sunday is an Easter celebration. So we'll have our Sunday celebrations uh, as well. But uh, this is just my offering to you. My name is Michael Drew Davis, and I am the pastor of North Coast United Methodist Church in Oceanside, California. May the peace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with you. Amen.